Entrepreneur on Fire 501. Mix a little inspiration with perspiration and a dash of Entrepreneur on Fire. Now you have the ingredients to success. Here's the master chef, John Lee Dumas. FreshBooks is the simple cloud accounting solution that's helping thousands of new entrepreneurs and small business owners save time billing and get paid faster. Sign up free today at GetFreshBooks.com and join over 5 million users running their business with ease. Tired of the runaround from companies who send you to four different places before you get what you want? LegalZoom will take care of you from start to finish. Visit LegalZoom.com and enter FIRE in the referral box at checkout. Okay, FIRE Nation, let's get started. I am simply thrilled to introduce my guest today, Matt Terrio. Matt, are you prepared to ignite? John, I am prepared. Woo! Matt is an <laughs> entrepreneur, author, success coach, and host of Your Do-Over, a weekly podcast based on inspiring comeback stories that teach people how to start over with ease, speed, and lasting success. He is the creator of the Epic Real Estate Investing Podcast, where he focuses on financial education. I've given our listeners just a little overview, Matt, so take a minute. Tell us about you personally, because we want to get to know you, then give us an overview of your business. Sure. Thanks, John. Uh, thanks for having me, too. Yeah. You know, when I got out of the Marine Corps, I spent the next 12, 13 years of my life in the music business, and life came really easy to me, and it just kind of stumbled into to entrepreneurship or entrepreneurism. And, you know, I did that for, for a while and was very successful. I had six-figure months consistently right there at the end, and then, you know, emerging technologies came along. The digital download basically turned the whole music industry upside down. And I had to start life over. I had to cre- recreate myself at age 34. I was after uh, getting divorced. I filed bankruptcy and found myself bagging groceries for $7 an hour. And I had to learn something new, something that was going to give me my life back, the life that I had become so comfortably accustomed to through music. And I chose to learn real estate. I just heard that that was the uh, best chance I had had or just the average person has at creating real wealth. And that's really what I wanted. So it was really all about the money there in the beginning. And I did that and gosh, in less than, uh, I spent four years as an agent and then made the transition from agent to real estate investor, jumped to the other side of the desk. And in less than four years of making that transition, I was able to, um, purchase and acquire enough real estate, income real estate to get my passive income to exceed my expenses. And I was essentially, um, financially independent at that point. I wasn't rich. I wasn't super wealthy, but I did not have to work at that point. And, you know, when, you, when you're a success, it, anyone that's ever been a success at anything, you will find that a lot of people ask you, how did you do what you did? And will you show me? And so kind of teaching was just kind of the next, uh, I guess, evolution of what I was up to. So I started teaching people how to invest in real estate. And that's what I do now. I do it through a podcast. I do it through YouTube. I do it from a blog. I have a, a membership website. And so I've done that for a couple of years. And then two, about two years ago, that morphed into this whole turnkey real estate investing thing where I actually do the investing for people. So people like doctors, attorneys, busy professionals, small business owners that have professions, that have careers, they want real estate. They're just not going to give up their career to go learn how to do it full time. So we've found a great business in doing that for them. And right now we're in six different markets in the Midwest and the South. And we basically create cash flowing assets out of rental residential real estate. And we sell it all completely done to our clients that way. 
What I love about your journey, Matt, is it truly epitomizes once an entrepreneur, always an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. Here you were earning six figures a month at a time, and then the economy shifted. Things happened, and you found yourself bagging groceries for $7 an hour. But guess what? You knew that there was a way to break out. You had that entrepreneurial mindset. It was just a matter of what opportunity you were going to spot to take advantage of, and here you are now back on top of the game. It was only a matter of time. Just like Donald Trump, who's lost it all over and over again, he has the knowledge, the tools to always get back on top, and that's what you're developing as an entrepreneur. No economy downturn can keep any entrepreneur, any true entrepreneur, down for long. So Matt, we're going to focus on that journey because it's fascinating. It fires me up. I love the fact that you're a veteran. So thank you for your service. Let's start off with a success quote, Matt, because we love getting the motivational ball rolling here at Entrepreneur on Fire. So take it away. Sure. The author is, is unknown, but it's travel as far as you can see. When you get there, you will see further. Wow. We actually, in the army, we actually called that CFAR. As far as you can see, you had to go and then you had to mark uh-huh. that spot and then go as far as you could see again. And then you were able to post duty, so to speak. So <laughs> we call that CFAR. You guys obviously in the Marines use that as well. But what does that mantra really mean to you, Matt? And tell us a quick story about maybe how you've applied that at some point in your life. Okay, sure. What I've really kind of come to know during my many endeavors is you don't need to know everything to get started. You know, in, in fact, you know, the, the times of which when I got started and, and didn't know everything, I think I probably got a better result because I because I didn't know everything. And you'll experience a lot of, I guess, fortunate happenstance. You kind of get lucky just by movement, just by traveling, right. you know, events that, that you experience and people that you meet on on the journey by moving Those events and the people, they'll contribute to your journey in ways that you could have really never predicted, you could have never prepared for. You're going to learn stuff that you could have never learned if you tried to learn it all before you actually got moving. You know, stuff that that might not have happened if you tried to learn everything. It it just wouldn't have happened. So that's a quote that – there was a quote that came from one of my coaching clients actually. It it kind of – he fed it back to me as I was explaining this concept to him. And it's it's very much in the same theme as the quote I gave you. It's – it's you can't steer a parked car. And <laughs> I think that's so true when it comes to pursuing your goals. You just you just don't know what's around the corner unless you actually drive to the corner to see. And, and that's what I mean by travel as far as you can see when you get there, you can see further. You, you'll be able to see what's around the corner when you get there. You don't need to know what's around the corner to actually drive to the corner. And, and I operate this way now most of the time because it's just created so many blessings in my life that I might not have otherwise experienced when I when I took on the endeavor of becoming a real estate investor. This is actually a very, most people don't realize this, but it's very different than being a real estate agent. And I, I represented people time and time again on the purchase of their property, but I never actually purchased anything on my own. And that was a little bit scary, even with my background. And But I had really good mentors and a, and a good system in place where they said, just go and find motivated sellers that might be willing to sell their property to you. Just find them. You don't need to know anything else. And I'd find them. And then when I got there, was, I'd say, okay, I found one. Now what? Well, now write an offer. Well, I don't know how to really do that in this <laughs> in this manner. Well, just fill it out here. And then I'd write out and said, okay, and I got it accepted. Now what do I do? And I just kept on going. I didn't need to know how to open escrow. I didn't need to know where I was going to find the money. I didn't need to know how to manage the property once I owned it to get there. So I just took one step at a time and my my mentors and my community, they guided me along the way. 
So Matt, during your intro, you were very eloquent about your journey. You gave us a great aerial view. Now I want to dive down into specifics. And I really want to dive into, first and foremost, a failure, a challenge, an obstacle that you've hit at some point in your life. And Matt, I want you to tell us that story. I want you to take us there with you during that failure and share with us the lessons learned. Sure. While I was running my record label, I had, I had, had a very dependable formula for turning a profit for just small selling albums, meaning I could sell twenty to 40,000 units which really is nothing in the world of music. I mean, most labels would, would drop you if you sold that many. <laughs> That's how small of a number that is. But, but selling that many on my own label and by following my formula, I was creating a very nice profit per album. And that worked for, once I figured that out, that worked for a couple of years, really without fail. And then it gradually started to work a little less and a little less. And, and each time it worked a little less, I just threw more money at the formula hoping that that was going to correct the course, but, but that wasn't making a difference. And I wasn't really sure why it wasn't working, so I just continued to throw money at it. It's the only thing I knew to do, and, and I just continued to do that all the way to the point where I eventually found myself broke. I did file bankruptcy after all that. And what had happened was the emergence of the digital download. You know, that I was in a, a very niche type of music. We were underground hip hop. And what I had come to learn after the fact was whether it was underground hip hop or underground rock or underground dance, that underground audience, they really embraced that digital download. They embraced the Napsters of the world far before, you know, general population even knew what it was. And I just, I, I kind of saw it coming. I heard uh, chatter about it amongst the, the, in the industry, but I totally ignored it. I didn't think it would affect me. I, I mean, I couldn't even fathom that that's what was going to be rendering my successful formula eventually obsolete. But in fact, it did. I mean, it turned the whole music industry completely upside down. So it wasn't just me, but that's, you know, that that was a big failure. And the lesson that I learned there that I apply today is, I'm so much more in touch with my industry. Um, I'm more social and open and involved with my industry. And I've actually don't look as my, at my competitors as competitors in that sense. They're, they're associates and a lot of them are friends now. And I haven't isolated myself. I don't ignore the things that I hear are working for people. I don't feel like I know best. You know, I inspect and I investigate. I maintain a very high level of of curiosity inside my industry and my, and technology and really as in the business world as a whole, you know, the world is, it's just changing so fast that I can't afford to lock myself in an office anymore and just trust doing things my way is going to work forever. So the lesson I'm there, I just, I'm more open, I'm more curious and I'm more flexible. Matt, that is such a powerful lesson for Fire Nation because here you were, you were in underground hip hop and you had this formula that was working and then it stopped working as well and started really just kind of diluting with its success. But the fact that it was this underground hip hop, you saw this trend that people were moving towards and adopting quicker than most, which was a digital download. And instead of having an aha moment, instead of having a light bulb go off and say, wow, I could really be an early adopter of this. I could crack 
breast this wave. I could really be at the forefront of this opportunity. You ignored it. And you said, you know what? I'm going to pretend like that doesn't exist. And I'm going to throw more money at the old system that used to work. And that's been the downfall for so many people and so many companies and so many industries because everything in life is a cycle. And we really need to realize that and be open and agile as entrepreneurs. And that's why when we talked about right at the top of this episode, Fire Nation, why these skills that you develop as entrepreneurs are so valuable because it allows you to be agile. So powerful stuff, Matt. And let's go to the other end of the spectrum now, Matt. Let's talk about another story, a time when you had a light bulb that did go off, when you didn't ignore that opportunity that was literally knocking at your door. What was that story, Matt? And what steps did you take this time to turn that opportunity into success? Right after I lost my record label, I lost the distribution deal, I filed bankruptcy and I had to start life over, you know, and, and it was a very humbling experience being 34 years old, bagging groceries for $7 an hour. And, and after a, a few months of doing that, uh, of, of crying on people's shoulders and, and you know, there, you'll find no shortage of people that'll give you that shoulder to cry on. You'll find really no shortage of people that will encourage you that this isn't forever. You, you'll, you'll pick yourself back up. You'll find a way. And, and there, there was a day about after about six months of this this pity party I had on myself or I was having with myself, there was a day where, where the store was, the, the supermarket was short on staff and I was asked to fill in as a checker. And I remember very vividly, there was this one lady that came through the line, kind of your your typical, uh, I guess, rich, fluent soccer mom type. Oh, yeah. She came. Okay. Yeah. Kind of get that. She, <laughs> yeah. she had the cute little ponytail, the the the... Makeup was perfect. She had the matching exercise outfit and she was pushing the little, you know, the $500 stroller with her kid in there. And she had the groceries and her just basket was overflowing with food and stuff. And she, she, when when it came time to pay the bill, she opened up her wallet and out of her wallet fell her ATM receipt. And I couldn't help but sneak a glance and and looked at the (laughs) balance and it was $256,000 in that Herner bank account. <laughs> and I was sitting there working for like $7 an hour, bagging groceries. And I remember that number was very specific. It was like the, where the light bulb really went off, where that number was every time when I was in the music business, when my bank account got to $250,000, that was the time for me to make a transfer. And I had- FDIC. Had, right. And I, and I hadn't had that feeling in so long and it just clicked. And I was like, I am never, ever going to get back there doing what I am doing. And I had, like I was saying, you know, all, I was surrounded by support and friends, but I was really just kind of waiting. I was hoping somebody was going to give me something. I was hoping somebody was going to, you know, give me that opportunity. But the aha moment there was, I have to go out and create it. No one is going to do it for me. I have all these people that love me, but they can only do so much for me. I have to go do it myself. And that was really the, the turning point. You know, and I, I grabbed a bottle of wine after my shift and I went <laughs> home and, and I jumped on Google and I just started searching stuff. I started searching wealth and wealth creation and, and uh, how most people did it. And just, I probably spent three or four hours and the, the recurring theme that kept coming up was real estate. And I, you know, it was only three hours of research. I don't know if it's true or not, but that was my truth at that moment. That was my reality at that moment. And that's what I took off to pursue. And I did that. I just 
kind of adopt that philosophy of travel as far as you can see. When you get there, you can see further. And, and here I am today just, you know, it's funny. Just yesterday, I was um, uh, shopping for my Super Bowl party. And the lady, the, the girl that helped us out with the groceries, we had quite a few baskets out to the car. And she, she was, oh, it looks like you guys are going to have a great party. And I said, yeah, it's, it's going to be great. Are, are, are you going to be able to watch the Super Bowl or do you have to work? And, and she said, no, I have to work. And I stopped and I said, you know what? Ten years ago, I wasn't, I wasn't working at this particular store, but I was working for this chain, bagging groceries. And I remember how I didn't get to watch the Super Bowl. And that was just 10 years ago from that day, from, from the day essentially that I made that decision that I have to do this for myself. Wow. And it was such a, uh, it was such an aha moment. And, and I told, actually told her that story like I thought she might care. <laughs> but, <laughs> but she had said, and God bless her, what an angel she was. She says, wow, you 10 years ago? So what, were you like 18? <laughs> and I was like, oh, God bless you. No, uh, I was 34 years old bagging groceries. And I think she was like 16, 17 years old. But that was a, that was a big moment for me just yesterday. Well, Matt, maybe in 10 years, thanks to your ripple effect, she'll be on Entrepreneur on Fire sharing that aha moment. Ah, God willing. <laughs> mm-hmm. So Matt, you said a lot of incredible things throughout your aha moment story and a lot of golden nuggets. I know that Fire Nation is really ingesting as we speak, but one thing you said that I found pretty interesting that I would like you to expound upon is that you'll never find a shortage of people whose shoulders you can cry on. What do you mean by that? This is kind of a, a weird way to look at it, but I went through it, and I don't know if it was just the, the, the goggles I was looking through or if it's actually the world as a whole. But I found a lot of friends and associates, and particularly family members even, I felt like there was almost a, I don't know, kind of like they were actually happy I failed. Yeah, that's what I was kind of getting at. That's why I wanted to bring this up, because I was wondering if the point you were talking about here is that misery loves company. You know, so many people fail to achieve their dreams. So many people actually take that risk and take that leap and take that jump. And those that don't or those that do and fail, it almost makes those people that never did take that leap be like, you know what? I knew that would happen. That's why I don't take that risk. That's why I stay safe. Mm-hmm. Indeed. It was like, it was like, welcome back to the club. Welcome back to the family, you know? And there was big giant open arms and, you know, I was like, great. Now you can get a real job. Why don't you bag groceries with me? <laughs> During you the know? Super Bowl, welcome to mediocrity. <laughs> exactly. So you can then exactly. go grab a $7 bottle of wine, look at that and be like, you know what? I worked an hour for this one bottle of wine. <laughs> oh, gosh, it was amazing. It was amazing. So Matt, one thing that you're doing with incredible success that I'd like to talk about for a couple minutes here because I'm so passionate about it right now is podcasting. I mean, with Entrepreneur on Fire, you know, 18 months ago, Matt, I didn't know a thing about podcasting. I knew how to press the play button on an iPod. That was it. You know, now I have Entrepreneur on Fire, which is a seven day a week business podcast. We generate six figures of income on a monthly basis. You know, I'm holding these weekly live webinars to share my passion for podcasting, why it's exploding totally for free on a weekly basis. And I couldn't be more passionate about it. So I love seeing people like yourself who are successful. And now you're hosting your do-over and you also have the Epic Real Estate Investing Podcast. Can you talk about why you devote so much time to podcasting and what it's done for you and your business? <laughs> I'd be glad to. You know, I originally started my podcast just because 
I had just finished writing a book and I was looking for, I was self-publishing. So I was looking for different ways to actually promote that book. And someone said, why don't you start a podcast? And when someone said that to me, I had no idea what a podcast even was. I thought I thought I needed to buy an iPod just to make it work. <laughs> and, uh, you know, within two weeks of me here, knowing what a podcast was, I had had one on the air. And my first 20 episodes were that I just read the first 20 chapters of my book. I had never been a broadcaster of any sort. I'd never done anything like that. And but what I noticed by about I got to my 12th episode, 13th episode of, of reading that book, I started to get I started to know a, a good uptick in the downloads. I started to notice a, a good amount of email correspondence coming to me from the people that were listening. And it was coming from all over the world, not just in my own backyard and different countries and people that, and from places that don't even where English isn't even the primary language. And, you know, by the time I got to 18, 19, and I'm only got one more episode in me because I don't have anything else to <laughs> right. say after my 20 chapters, I noticed that I actually had a following and I noticed that I was impacting lives in ways that I could have never, ever managed, managed or imagined. I'm just trying to sell a book, you know? And that was a big shift for me of the actual relationship that I created with this community. You know, we we're up to like, I don't know, a thousand downloads per episode. So I've got these thousand people that are just following me around and couldn't wait till the next episode. I was like, there's no way I can stop. Because of my journey, half music, half real estate, you know, those were always my reference points. So I'd always tell a story about when I was in the music business or I'd tell a story about when I was in the or how my real estate is going at the time. And so I started to get a lot of questions about real estate. And I didn't want the podcast to become a real estate podcast. So I started a second one. So all of a sudden I went from not knowing what a podcast is three months later to having two of them. And I just maintained a steady flow and I didn't know what to do with it, but I didn't want to give up that emotional connection to the audience. And it was fun to read emails of how I was impacting lives, but eventually started teaching real estate through a, an online platform, a, a membership site. I have my own academy there. And then that morphed into me actually doing the real estate for them. It morphed into a coaching business. It, it, a whole information business. And, you know, in 2012, that was a seven figure business for us. Wow. And so that's why I keep doing it. <laughs> <laughs> Check in Fire Nation. I hope you're listening that Matt didn't even know what a podcast was. And two weeks later, he was live on iTunes, on the directory that has over 575 million active subscribers, on a directory that, that search bar is utilized 45 million times a month looking for content. And when they were typing in real estate, they were finding Matt's free podcast. They were becoming hooked. They were starting to look at him as an authority and credible figure in the industry. They were building up an intimate connection with him. Hey, these listeners knew, liked, and trusted you, Matt, like you probably have never experienced before, all because you were inside their head. You were in the earbuds. You were coming through their car speakers. You know, you were on those jogs of them in the morning, you were on those evening dog walks. I mean, mm -hmm. it's such a powerful venue and it's such a powerful medium. So I'm glad that you shared that. And Matt, let's go ahead and bring things to current time. I mean, you generated seven figures in income in 2012 from the business that you've created. What's something today, right now, that really has you fired up? Well, what has me fired up is that the, the business is growing at a very rapid clip right now. I mean, I'm super excited, super excited about the growth. 
But where my excitement lies the most is, is within the last six months, I, I finally started, I broke down and started to hire people. <laughs> I, I have a, a business coach who told me, um, no, hey, he actually insisted that right. if I wanted to grow from my seven-figure business to an eight-figure business, and that's why I hired him. I said, I, I don't know what it takes to get from seven to eight figures. He said, there's no way that I was going to get there if it were just my partner and myself. So I'm very much like, like you, John. I, my, my girlfriend is my partner, and she's the best partner nice. ever, and yes. we've created this thing together. And But he said, if you want to get bigger than that, he said, I can make you bigger than that right now, but if I did, you wouldn't be able to handle it. And you'd probably be out of business in six months because you'd be so overwhelmed. So that was a big thing. So we, we went upstairs to my office and scribbled every single activity on the whiteboard, everything that my partner and I do on a daily and weekly basis. And we divided all those activities up and then we grouped them into logical categories and we created these job descriptions. So we had these little, I guess the, the word of the day is avatar. <laughs> so we created these little avatars and what their job would be. And, and then he pushed me to actually start hiring people to fulfill those job descriptions. And the reason I'm so excited about that is for so long, I had resisted hiring people because I looked at it as an additional expense. And my coach reframed that after I shared that with him. He reframed that for me by saying, you know, if there's something that you can do or something that you do do that you can hire someone for $10 an hour to do, that means you are working for $10 an hour. And then he pointed out to me that that's a bigger expense than you hiring somebody else to do it. So that was a big epiphany, and, and I really woke up and I saw that. And so six months ago, I filled every single one of those positions with new team members. And I'm here's where I'm so excited. Here's the answer to your original question is I'm happy to say that not only is revenue way up, so is our actual profit margin. <laughs> so if you feel like you can't afford to hire people, you can't afford not to hire people. I mean, I wish I would have hired them two years ago, but I'm super excited that, that I eventually did. So Fire Nation, there's a lot of things to take from this. I mean, Matt did a great point drilling home the power of assistance, virtual assistance, real-time assistance, whatever that may be, the power of them. So you, you then as the entrepreneur can leverage your time, can scale your information and knowledge. That's so powerful stuff. And another thing that he brought up a number of times that I just want to pull out before we move on is the fact that here's Matt. He's earning seven figures. He has an incredible business. It's growing and yet he has a mentor. And a lot of people look at that and say, well, why does Matt need a mentor? He's successful. And Fire Nation, having a mentor is the way that you continue to raise your game. Somebody that holds you accountable. Somebody that has skills and knowledge in areas that you don't. Entrepreneur on Fire is on pace for 2014 to crush seven figures in income. Yet every single month, I'm meeting with my mentor four times at a minimum to up my game so I can continue to grow and to improve just like Matt's doing as well. So no matter what stage you are at your journey, whether you're just beginning or you're already crushing it or you're somewhere in between, mentors can be such a powerful ingredient to your recipe for success. And Matt, before we dive into the lightning rounds, let's thank our partners. If you never start, it sort of makes it difficult to get anywhere. Goals, achievements, you can throw those out the window. That's why I'm such a big fan of the just start mentality. Sure, it's scary, and it's definitely unknown, but that's part of the fun. Believe me, you definitely have plenty of support in the entrepreneurial community, especially from companies like LegalZoom. LegalZoom is here to help you get started, offering award-winning services at an affordable price. 
LegalZoom services have been developed by some of the best legal minds in the country, and every business they engage with gets personalized attention from start to finish. I do want to add a quick disclaimer. LegalZoom is not a law firm and provides self-help services at your specific direction. But there's so much more. Now, every LLC and incorporation package includes easy-to-use business accounting software, a $269 value, free. Be sure to enter FIRE in the referral box at checkout. Fire Nation, I urge you to protect what's yours and just start today. Visit LegalZoom.com and use the code FIRE at checkout. Are you still using Word or Excel to create invoices? Do you use a shoebox of receipts to keep track of your expenses? Save time and get paid faster with FreshBooks, the easiest way to send invoices, manage expenses, and track your time. FreshBooks is the simple cloud accounting solution that's helping thousands of new entrepreneurs and small business owners just like you save time billing and get paid faster. With FreshBooks, you can easily create invoices online, capture and track expenses on the go, and get real-time business reports with a few simple clicks. You can try FreshBooks for free. Sign up for free today at getfreshbooks.com. And here's the delicious part that FreshBooks is doing for Fire Nation. Every day, they're giving a birthday cake away to someone who signs up for a new account from our show. For your chance to win, enter Entrepreneur on Fire in the How Did You Hear About Us section when signing up for your new account at GetFreshBooks.com. With FreshBooks, every day could be your birthday. Sign up at GetFreshBooks.com. And Matt, we've reached my favorite part of the show, the lightning rounds. This is where you get to share some incredible resources and insight with Fire Nation. How does that mm -hmm. sound? Sounds great. Let's do it. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? Well, we kind of touched on already. I mean, once an entrepreneur, always an entrepreneur. So nothing really. I've always been one. And I don't even know where I got it because I'm the only entrepreneur in my family. <laughs> <laughs> it's, so it's definitely not in the blood. But, but this is where I really noticed it, that there was something different about me. I've always made a very terrible employee. You know, every job I've ever had from my teens and through my 20s when I had to, you know, work for someone else to fill in the gaps, I'd always notice where things could be done better at that business. I'd notice where the boss was messing up. And, and so I would never really be at a job too long because I wanted to go out and do what they did, but do it the right way. And I, I would take what I learned at that job. I'd plug it into any endeavor, whatever the endeavor of the day it was. And, you know, so that's, it's always been in me. But if anything stopped me from consistently being an entrepreneur, from never having a job and not having to have those jobs, I would say it was money. The money simply for shelter and food, the necessities. That's why I've had so many of these little silly jobs from golf cart attendant to <laughs> Chinese food cook. And I mean, I just needed those little jobs to bridge the gaps during the lean times. What is the best advice you've ever received? Two things that really come to my mind. Uh, first, as I touched on a little bit, when it comes to hiring people, hire character and train skills. Following that advice has really worked for me. I've built a really awesome team with my first round of hiring, basically. The second thing is to know your desired outcome before you begin. Know what you want out of what you're about to embark on. And once you know what it is that you actually want from that, start there and then work your plan backwards all the way to where you are currently standing. And, and once that plan's in place, then just begin. I mean, it doesn't have to be a, a perfect plan to begin. In fact, it's actually what you do after you begin that eventually makes that plan perfect. Higher character 
and train skills. Love that, Matt. Can you share one of your personal habits that you believe contributes to your success? You know, I've developed this habit through some really tough lessons. I've learned this the hard way. And that habit is honoring my word, specifically declaring what I'm going to do and then doing what I say and then doing it for no other reason than I said I was going to do it. You know, in your time in the army, we, we refer to that as integrity. And uh, it's it's a pretty simple habit and it's it's pretty simple to do, but it's also pretty simple not, not to, to do. do. And because it's simple not to do, I, I've just found that there there's a lot, if not the majority of people that you will interact with on a daily basis with regard to your business that don't do it. And, and with that being the case, it's not difficult to stand out. It's not difficult to really be extraordinary in your business. It's not difficult to earn people's business that way. It's not difficult to retain that business. And it's not difficult to, to earn referrals from that business by just simply honoring your word and following through with what you say. Matt, you're exactly right. In the military, we have that integrity where you say something and then it needs to be accomplished. And that is the true stone that I've continued forward with. So when I made that pronouncement to my mentor, to other peers in the industry, that I was going to do a seven-day-a-week business podcast, I didn't really know how I was going to do that, Matt. I didn't know where I was going to find the guests. I didn't know how to podcast, but I knew that by pronouncing it, I was going to up my commitment, my game to the point where it would be done. Mm-hmm. Do you have an internet resource, Matt, like an Evernote, that you're just in love with that you can share with our listeners? I've really come to, to love the service schedule once. Uh, I've set up my business now with my team members that if they need me, they can just go to my schedule once link and they can see when I'm available and then they can book the time with me without having to ask me if I'm available. I mean, it's saved a, a ton of back and forth emails and, and the returning of phone calls. It's made the whole thing really efficient. Wow, can I put an exclamation point on that? Because I did not know what schedule once is when I first started my journey a year and a half ago. And booking seven interviews a week was a nightmare with the back and forth, with the cancellations. Schedule once changed everything. I've been using it for well over a year now to now where I'm at perfection levels, where I have links for everything you can imagine to be scheduled, booking instructions, follow-up reminders. It is an amazing tool. And Fire Nation, you can find the links to this tool at eofire.com. And Matt, if you could recommend just one book for our listeners, what would it be? There's a lot of books I could recommend, John. That's an unfair unfair question. (laughs) (laughs) It's unfair for Fire Nation to have more than one recommendation with seven interviews a week. (laughs) This is very true. Okay, so here's a good one. Um, Of every book that I could possibly recommend, I believe that they are all incomplete without one other book. Perfect. And that book being The Slight Edge by Jeff Olson. Love it. I'm a huge fan of The Slight Edge by Jeff Olson. It's actually a book that I recommend when I'm on other interviews oftentimes because that book and then the book that The Slight Edge inspired The Compound Effect by Darren Hardy, which is another amazing book. Again, Darren Hardy was a huge fan and mentee of Jeff Olson. So Fire Nation, I know that you love audio. So if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audio book just like this one for free at eofirebook.com. That's eofirebook.com. 
And Matt, this next question is the last of the lightning round, but it's a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have. Your food and shelter taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? I think I'd build a very simple website. I'd create a high-value information product, and then I'd start a podcast and giving that product away for free. And by doing that, I would be building an audience and building a relationship with that audience. I'd still probably have $450 left over. And uh, and then that the next seven days, I'd be working on a product or service that th- that audience needs, which I would do yeah, in that second week. Matt, wow. I have really enjoyed hearing your story from hundreds of thousand dollars a month to $7 an hour packing groceries to seeing a $256,000 ATM receipt that just backslapped you into reality. Give Fire Nation one parting piece of guidance. Share the best way that we can find you and then we'll say goodbye. Sure. Well, since you're listening to a podcast, you obviously know how to access them. So you can find me at Over podcast that's at yourdoover.com or you can find me at the epic real estate investing podcast that's at epic real estate investing.com well matt fire nation is well aware they can find the links to everything of value that we've mentioned in today's episode by going to eofire.com click on the podcast tab because you are hanging out in the archives or just enter matt in the search bar and your show notes page will pop right up matt thank you for being so generous with your time your expertise and experience Fire Nation salutes you, and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thanks, John. Podcasters Paradise is everything we thought it would be and more. Do you know we have over 350 active members who are sharing their best techniques and tactics in the forum and even connecting outside Paradise to exchange honest reviews in iTunes and be guests on each other's shows? Having a community of like-minded entrepreneurs can make all the difference. Learn about Paradise today at podcastersparadise.com. Thank you so much for joining us today on Entrepreneur on Fire. Head on over to eofire.com for full recaps of every show, our amazing blog articles and resources, and just plain fun. Your entrepreneurial journey awaits, so prepare to ignite. 